Hey. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Chilling. We got in a big fight. I'm still. Uh, yeah. It wasn't that bad, though. Filled me with a lot of anxiety. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. We should probably should probably talk about it or something. No, it's okay. Okay. We should talk about it sometime. All right. But, you know, I do appreciate that in the heat of the argument, you kind of took a step back and, you know, de-escalated. So. It's good to de-escalate. Yeah, it is. Hey, Something that's, we all can learn. That's a great segue to current events. That's right. Uh, escalating is happening all over the place. Cops are running wild in the streets. You know, Trump went down that escalator. And then the country just keeps escalating things. That was the last time he de-escalated. <laughs> exactly. When he got off the escalator. He's only ever literally de-escalated. Really his whole life. Like, do you think Trump has ever de-escalated? I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he does in person. They say he's, probably, like, charming, like, one-on-one. There are probably things that had to be smoothed over. He's one of those guys where if you meet with him privately and you don't like him, he will try to get you to like him. Like, he'll try to win you over. Like, Kissinger was the same way. LBJ was the same way. And they, they all three have the same sort of personality type where they outwardly, like, they can go hard against opponents, right? But if someone doesn't like them, they take it as a challenge and they try to win that person over. Yeah, and he also, uh, you can also, like, trick him, right? So if you talk to him for a while, like when he talked to Biden on the phone. Trump talked to Biden on the phone? Yeah, about COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. And okay. then, and then, like they asked him about it. He's like, "Well, you know, he's a really nice man, or something." Like, oh yeah, he couldn't he couldn't change gears because Biden is a nice guy, and in the context of that call, he was won over by him. Right? Yeah, did the same thing with Obama. Right? He was like, "Oh, Obama sucks," and then he went to the White House and met with him, and he just came back like kind of sheepish, sheepishly afterwards, and was like, "He's he's a nice guy." Yeah, yeah. I think there's that pattern with him. He, he, he's really dumb, right? Mm-hmm. So like, he gets dumber and dumber, and uh, that makes it hard for him to have object permanence or stand message. To have the same to have the same opinion like for two straight hours. Um, I really feel I and I think like when he when he got elected, you saw a lot of people try to be that voice in the room, you know. Because, like, the last person he talked to is what he's going to be thinking about. So if you could be that guy, you could get him to, like, believe in global warming, you know? Right, but for how long, right? (laughs) He probably believes in global warming, right? He probably believes in it. That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. He probably doesn't, I guess. He probably doesn't care that much. He's really not curious. He's not really interested in stuff. So... I really, I think the the uh, vaccine thing was real. Hydrochloroquine? No, the vaccine, well, like, vaccines and oh. autism. I think he really believed that. Oh, yeah? 
Because it's a because clearly, cl- I mean, I don't say this, but Baron's autistic, right? Pretty. Is he? Well, he seems neuroatypical in some way, right? I don't know. I. I, I mean, maybe he's just cool. <laughs> I haven't hung out with him. <laughs> right. It's possible. It's possible he's just really cool. But uh, it's possible that he's a kid dealing with being President Trump's son while he's president. Well, like parents who have the worst marriage in America. Yeah. I mean, that alone could explain almost any uh, anormal behavior. Like if you leave aside marriages that have like serious physical abuse. Like if you cut all of them out, this is the worst marriage. Hmm. Right? Like it doesn't look great. I've never I've never seen a couple behave that way around each other consistently in public. Like he'll reach out his hand to hold her hand and she'll slap it away. The, the hand slapping woman, thing? Imagine if a woman did that to you. <laughs> That's you, like... you wouldn't be you wouldn't even be you wouldn't be mad. You'd just be like, oh my god, I'm in like the worst relationship. Well, I mean that was one time, right? Like I could see that happening. You have a fight, right? I could it's see just that consistently. happening. Yeah. It's consistently the tone between them. He's a narcissist and it's it's a hard life being a narcissist because It's a hard knock life. It's a hard knock life being a narcissist because you you want love, but you can't really look at people except as objects to manipulate. It's definitely bad because it's like like the narcissistic injury of it, right? Like uh, to him, his injury? Yeah, like anything that goes wrong is so injurious to a narcissist. Right. In a way we can't understand, right? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, you can understand being humiliated, but it's just like they have that reaction for smaller, the smallest slight, you know? Right. And like, and now he's in situations where think the stakes are really high, and like things are spiraling out of control all the time. Um, and everyone hates him. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah, people really used to like him. Do not like people him. Used, in general, people thought he was amusing, and now half the country despises him. He was like the cool, you know, outside guy who might run for president. But he's like the successful business guy, right? And like, oh, you know, maybe I'll run, maybe I won't. I've been looking at it, da da da. And there's like all this excitement around it. And then the whole White House correspondence dinner, and he becomes like laughing stock. I don't know. I don't know what. First of all, lots of air conditioning sounds where you are. Um, I. Don't think it's air conditioning sounds. It might be white noise, but do you have a white noise machine in there? It's relaxing. I do enjoy it. Uh, no, I think it's part of my audio setup, but it's not going to be a problem in the recording. It's just I have a super fucking complicated setup because I'm using this thing, but then you guys can't hear me, so I'm using the Yeti for you. So then the Yeti's picking up shit, but um, it'll be fine. I guarantee it. Strip <laughs> <laughs> clubs are big, right? Because we've mm-hmm. all been to a bar where it's like 
the capacity is 80 people and it's like the size of a bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. We've all been to those kind of places. Hi. Hey. Hello. Can you guys, can I just interrupt something? I'm sorry. No, that's fine. All good. Hi. How are you? Good. How's we're, it going? We're great. I'm, I'm good. I just got home from the mechanic. Can you guys hear me? Okay. We can. Crystal okay. clear. That's great. How's it how's it going? What's up? Yeah. We're, we're doing great. We had a fight earlier. What about? Um Audio, I don't know about this episode. Audio setup. And what, what, yeah, what was planning yeah, just, the, the podcast out. I think I think I don't know. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to get in trouble again. Well, this is a safe space. No, this is well, a judgment-free zone. It's a judgment-free like, zone. You know what I think it was? I think John was like, "This is a big get for us," right? I disagree with that, but <laughs> I okay. think he was like, so he started taking it really seriously, and he wanted to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, "Just don't worry about it." You know, I was being too blasé. Mm. So I just, I just figure you know what you're doing. You're an internet star. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, the you strong would, word. You would know how to do all this stuff, and so uh, yeah, I just told him to chill out, and yeah. then he got he got a little upset with me, like you know, take this seriously, don't sabotage our show. Well, that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, I'm here to sabotage things. I guess from from my perspective, I feel like you're our therapist now. This is uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, I'm Dr. Melfi. From my perspective, Matt uh, seems very blasé until we start recording. And then if anything goes wrong, he gets very mad. So I do. So to I want everything to work. Forestall that, I or prevent that, I try to, you know, handle all the details beforehand so everything be smooth. But then he thinks that's overkill. So Well it seems like it seems like you guys want the same thing, right? That's I think true. you just both have different. Um, is my that therapy is... now? Oh yeah, yeah. you guys want yeah. the same. <laughs> you want the same thing. You just have different. Um, my tits are out. Um, it's a tits out podcast. It's a tits out podcast. Yeah. It's call her daddy, but and, <laughs> oh. but not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. My tits have are outside. Have you listened I, to call her daddy? I've um I consume call her daddy through clips that show up. The dog is. Through clips that show up on my Instagram Explore page, so I don't. I've not listened to it, but I like you know, the drama. You show up on my Instagram a lot. Do I? Do you follow me? No, but when I do, like search, <laughs> like you come up a lot. Okay, and it's like <laughs> when I do search on Instagram, right? It's all dogs and hot chicks, right? Which and one then- am I? <laughs> but I think I think the algorithm the algorithm has you categorized as, as an a hot Instagram chick. hot chick. Yeah, that's interesting. Nice. Right? I wouldn't consider myself an Instagram person. I think no, like it's Twitter's not my your, it's not my medium. Yeah, Twitter's your main medium, right? Yeah, that sounds great though. Uh, dogs and hot chicks, like that's that was what Instagram used to <laughs> right? be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now so you relaxing. go on and it's all like screenshots of tweets and shit. Like what happened? It was To be one- fair, I think it I think it was always screenshots of tweets. It's just less people were on Twitter. Ugh. So it wasn't as obvious back yeah. in the day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it used to be climbing. very happy and like 
low stress and like no one even annoyed you on there. Twitter? No, Instagram. Twitter? Instagram. Oh. Instagram used to be like a whole different world from the rest of the internet. Yeah, so. it feels like it's gotten sucked into Twitterdom. I mean, I I don't I don't interact with it. Again, I just mostly I follow like people from college and bikini baristas. So like <laughs> that's fine. Like I don't have any issues with that. There's no drama there. Um I have um I have like an Instagram that was from high school. So I still follow everybody like from home there. And it's like isn't it's the one I've had since seventh grade and I don't use it anymore. Um and then I have like my actual one that I use. But um yeah, Instagram for normal people is insane. Or like cause I don't I hate Instagram. It's like my least favorite. This is a very exciting conversation, but it- it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, you're you're a social media star. Uh huh. You're big on Reddit. I hate Reddit. I hate Reddit so fucking much. You they post about you a lot on politically in SFW. Yes, I've seen that. Um, I like when people get mad that I'm posted on there. They're like, "She's not political." Um, stop posting her. <laughs> I like I like those comments. Well, yeah, because it. <laughs> It's largely like heads of state. They love yeah, heads of state. Yeah, it's like on Tulsi Gabbard, and then like that they one hot. There's that one hot chick from the Netherlands. I forget which one, which country it is. Mm. Right. I don't know. I lost. Um, there was a hot girl bracket, and I lost in the first round against Tulsi. So I'm still sad about that. But she is hot. Oh. I mean, yeah. She's got a huge ass. I don't know. I think she's hot. She does have a nice <laughs> ass. I was. Ass. I found out about that recently. It's like the first thing I knew about her. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know about it. I just thought it was the first face. First her ass. You know? Then she's a Democrat. Wait, no. I think I probably knew she was from Hawaii before I knew she was a Democrat. Yeah. I knew they were surfing. They were like surfing memes. Does she hate India or does she hate Pakistan? She, she hates Muslims. Yeah. So the Muslims in either place. Interesting. Um. I started following, um, like, her, her campaign advisor, mm-hmm. who's really active on Instagram. The one who has, like, a twin, and they're, like, twin sisters. I don't think I'm familiar. And they both hate Al-Qaeda. They, like, they, just, they talk about that quite a bit. Oh, we, we, need, we need to ask Meg questions. We, like, we solicited questions for you. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, what are your thoughts on Venezuela? Uh, Vuvuzuela? Um, let's see. Good based um who's the maduro's the the mm, oh yeah maduro's the is guaido in charge he's not Who, in charge okay no okay yeah guaido he's he just the one acts that, like he is yeah okay yeah he's so funny or there was that whole um like false flag thing or no no there's like those mercenaries like a couple of weeks ago Oh, that was great that was so fucking funny but um, I still, that was in the news for like a day. And then there was no follow up on that. I, I want to be a mercenary. I think well, they all got arrested. They all got arrested. Didn't that one guy like pee himself? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Would, wouldn't you? I completely whoa. missed this. What, what happened? Um, they, yeah, you can probably explain it better so than a I bunch, can. A bunch of like, um, uh, so like there were some Venezuelan people in the invading army, right? Yeah. And and then, but there were also like a bunch of like absolute uh, moron Republicans. Yeah, they're right? like they were invading like Venezuela. Guys. Yeah, they like yes. they like came up on the shore or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they landed, they all just got fucking arrested or like shot or something. <laughs> but there's been a lot of discussion about how dumb it was to do an amphibious landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
because they they have a porous border. Like it would make a lot more sense to go in through the border. Yeah. And then there were some really funny quotes about how like you know, um, it takes more balls to do it amphibiously. So, and, and we're not going like halfway here. Like let's just go so all the way. This was just like a privately organized Bay of Pigs type is, thing. This is Meg Bitchell, by the way, guys. Meg Bitchell's on the show. Howdy. Is this um, who's pixelized over here? That's Sam Grady. Hi, Sam. How Hi. are you? Well, pretty He's good. kind of showed up quietly. Well, I don't know the policy of this uh, podcast. I like your Parks and Rec poster. It's not mine. I'm in someone else's room. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is slander. Sam is such an April. He's just such an April, guys. I don't know. He seems kind of like a Ron Swanson to me. I don't know him that much. Sam, how old are you? Uh, shut up for a second. <laughs> Test. Test. Psst, psst, psst. Okay. All right, I'm recording. What? <laughs> how old are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm 28. Really? Yeah, wow. how old did you think I was? I thought you were my age. How are you? 20. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> not. <laughs> How's the race going? This is gold. It's, Sam, it's, that's one half plus seven is twenty-one. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Why? Well, I mean, I will. Yeah, I know that. I mean, I don't think about that. But Sam, you're flustered. No, I'm not. I'm just. It's really hot up here. Okay. Well, how's the hot temperature? Here. It's really, it's really hot. It's <laughs> really cool, Sam. Uh, I do want you two guys to bury the hatchet because you guys had that incident. Yeah, uh, I don't think there is a hatchet. I mean, I didn't yeah. get owned or anything, so there's nothing to bury. This is like a Jerry Springer move. <laughs> oh man, I told I told Meg beforehand. Yeah, that Sam would be on. And that we were going to dredge up hatchets. And I, I knew she would be on. Um, what hatchet are you referring to? Um, <laughs> there was like something where uh, you flirted with Sam a little bit. And then like. As he, we he all do about, from time uh-huh. to time. He, asked, he like asked you if you like to be tied up or something. Oh, and then, then you DM'd me, right? Or did yeah. I DM you? What did well, I do? I don't know. The evidence is lost right now. Interesting. Let me see. Actually, no, I have it. You in have my it? archives. Let's look up. Because I just archived you guys, all my old You guys accounts. would be like a serious power couple. Yeah, I think so. Why? Why do you say that? Um, Posting well, ferocity. Mean, he's running for office. He might be, you know, elected. There's also like the DSA couple age gap. That we had, we could have going for us, you know. Do they have? Are there age gaps in DSA couples? Yeah, every every guy that's like twenty six is dating like a, a twenty one year old. Mm-hmm. I think, hmm. yeah, There's, or at least my ex boyfriend was. Because they all seem they all seem real uptight about that as well, though. Well, but yeah, sometimes but they you, all DSA do it. People, they all do it. Yeah, that's why God that's why they're it. so vocal about sometimes it. Sometimes you have to heighten the contradictions to expose power dynamics. Sam, did you pull up the receipts by chance? Yeah, I'm working on it. I, okay, um, well, so I have a DM that says, uh, you're often quite funny, real recognize real. 
And I said, Sam, thank you for being a reliable simp. And then you said, um, excuse me? Three question marks? And then, um, you said, I've literally never simped at you. And then I said, exhibit A. And then I got a DM from you that said, Meg, thank you for the follow. You're often quite funny. Real recognized real, which is the message you just sent me. And then you said, simping only occurs on the timeline, princess. Which I like princess. That was cute. <laughs> and I said, sorry, exhibit B. And then you said, are you into restraints? The, uh, well, that was the message that you had, we did on the timeline. And then you said, you started that, pal. You asked me to assume reverse cowgirl. You asked to resu- assume reverse cowgirl for me. And then I don't think I replied after that. Yeah. but are on you- the, And on the timeline, you were like, ah, look what I did. But you- I don't think. I don't think I was. I don't think I, was, I don't think I was bragging about doing that. I think it was just to absolve myself of um, genuinely flirting with you. Yeah. Oh. So there's nothing wrong with flirting with Grady. You just you started something. You laid a little trap, and then you're like, hee hee, aha, gotcha, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. change. But isn't isn't that the ultimate flirt of all? Well, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't owned. In Good this point. So I didn't no... say I owned you. Well, I think the implication by posting that, uh, I think to your audience, you're like, haha, look what I, I got this guy. I got him. I don't think, I don't think I was trying to get you. I think you wanted me to be trying to get you, maybe. So instead of me being flirting, flirting with you, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Hi, dog. Your dog is delightful. I love her. I'm. Uh, I just call her Stinky right now. I think I'm going to change that to Spanky because I can't. I can't introduce her as being Stinky because that would mm. be. I, I'd feel bad for her. Well, people would wonder if it's true. Yeah, she is Stinky. So, what, um, Meg? What is your what is your at? Uh, Megan Bitchell. You know what? I don't. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to. It's in the oh, past. Right. <laughs> we're moving forward here. So, I, so what were some other questions for Megan? We had one guy who asked if he could fuck your tits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, our friends. He wanted to fuck your tits and then goo on your face. I don't like goo. I don't like. I don't like the use of the word goo in that. Me either. Um, getting titty fucked sucks. Um. It's um, it's not pleasurable for anyone involved. Well, maybe. Well, it's just well, no, because because you just make weird eye contact, and I'm just it, it's bad. You think it's, it's weird eye contact? You make eye contact while titty fucking. Well, yes. Where else? We, it's not like I'm gonna close my eyes because I have to like make sure mm. I because I have to make sure that they. I don't know. It's just sucks. I've only done it I once. I, it I mean, what I found that's strange about it. Is sometimes the tits can be too big for titty fucking. Yeah. I think also tits don't have natural lubricant. Um, you gotta lube it. You gotta lube the tits. Yeah, and just um, it's not it's not enjoyable for the girl. I think. I think that's my main problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can see people are freaks. Sam, do you have any thoughts about titty fucking? Uh, regarding you, no. No, no. (laughs) 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 Sam, um, it's been a tumultuous week for you. 
Um, it sure, it sure has been. It sure. You've been has facing been. a lot yeah. of blowback uh, from the from the Democratic Party in Richland County. Yeah, and well, now the Republicans are attacking me. Right, which is you know hmm. that's pretty. That's, that's good. That's something. Yeah, I am the only candidate uh, for House or Senate in Ohio right now that has been uh, disavowed and or attacked by both parties by both statewide parties. You're bringing people together. Yeah, I, I think the people of District 2 deserve to have the the uh, representative who is genuinely independent and not beholden to either Doesn't party interests. Doesn't kowtow to left or right. Well, I don't kowtow to Republicans or Democrats. Right. I am concerned about your campaign, though, because um, mm-hmm. I feel like you need to win over some conservative people. Yeah. Right? Well, I would agree. Yeah, you've you've to, gotten a little uh, off message. Because you, you have the gun stuff. That's good for you. I don't think that's been made clear enough yet, though. Right. Um, but also, your name is getting out there, mm-hmm. which I wasn't sure was going to happen. Yeah, well, it's out there now. Have you thought about suspending your campaign? Me? Suspend? No. I thought no. you could, like, I thought you could come out and say, you know what? It's time for me to listen. And then go on like a listening tour. Oh, that's right. good. I like pretty that. good. Theodore Fogel recommended that. Yeah, I told you to. I told him oh. to recommend that to you. So like, yeah, you know, like, and then like maybe post some like videos where you're like, hey guys, you know, th- you know this is a serious time. Um, America's scared. I don't really want to nuke the South, you know. Because there's a lot well, of Ohio well, voters who don't do not want to nuke the South. First off, I don't think I should have to like ever apologize for anything I've ever said ever, and I definitely wouldn't apologize for an obvious like. You know what? I don't actually have the authority or the uh, means once if I did hold that office to uh, launch nuclear strikes on the South. Right. So. That is true. <laughs> it's a hypothetical at the at the very <laughs> least, right? <laughs> Oh, I mean, the dog is barking. One second. Oh well, I think it's we found the girl. star of this podcast. It's a real sweetie. Mm-hmm. Look at what Matt looks like. Oh my god, that's fuck Matt. you, dude. <laughs> what? This no, what I, I just didn't. Like. I just didn't know I've, what you looked like. I put on long. some pounds. I put on some pounds in quarantine. Oh, look at that little sweetie. Is she a mutt? Uh, she's a pit bull terrier mix. I don't know. Uh-huh. But she's, oh my she's a sweetie. That's an interesting mix. Is that common? I don't know. There's uh-huh. lots of pit bull mixes out there, yeah. Yeah. Terrier are smart, right? No, they're assholes. Or they don't listen to anybody. They're smart, but they don't listen to people. Well, that's that's why they're assholes. They're, yeah. They're too well, smart a... to just do what you say. Beagles are smart, and they're sweeties, but... I don't know. Okay. Sam's leaving. <laughs> Bye, Sam. Bye. Oh, it's back. Yeah, I think uh, Megan and I would make a great power couple. We've both uh, gotten uh, local press. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, yeah, you got, Megan, you got written up in the local newspaper, right? Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. Sam, do you have anything to contribute? <laughs> I, didn't, 
Just no, uh, go oh. ahead with that tight five you prepared. Well, I didn't know I was going to like have to come prepared with stuff like on, you know, Twitter drama or Meg's really exciting backstory. I mean, Sam, I thought we were going to talk about the campaign. Sam, what's your backstory? <laughs> That's the best interview question ever. Do you have any time to When did Sam Grady become Sam Grady? Yeah. I mean, probably, I think 9-11 was uh, a contributor to how I defined myself and my political awakening. Is that when you got into conspiracy theories? No, I was just, I didn't buy all the phony flag waving and all the cheering and the rah. I never bought into it. I was eight years old and I was like, this is a scam. Well, I wasn't even alive yet. I slept in that day. (laughs) I slept in until like three, and I could hear some shit going on in the background, but uh, yeah. I was just like really hungover, and I was like, I don't, you know, I felt like I should get up and find out what it was, but I was just like, ah, whatever. I and was I, in college. I came out at like 3 p.m., and there's people like hitting a bong in the living room, just watching the footage over and over. Yeah, uh, I think your guys' 9-11 was a little bit different than mine. <laughs> I was in fourth grade. It was probably similar. We all watched it on TV. Yeah. We didn't like you it. You know, Meg, on this show, uh, we uh, were, uh, we don't believe in any conspiracy theories. Really? That's not true. Russian apartment theory? bombings. The Russian apartment bombings. We believe in the Russian apartment bombings okay. as a conspiracy theory. Um, uh, I tried to talk to Sam about JFK, but I, I couldn't make I couldn't make any yeah. headway with him. What? You got Sam, what's angry. your take? Is it, it, it no that a uh, a, a cross section of elements within uh, the military industrial complex, the mafia, and Cuban expats uh, all had three kind of separate uh, conspiracies to assassinate uh, JFK at some point, And it all just kind of came together. I think it's... So the I, opposite of a lone gunman, multiple gunmen, and maybe some of those gunmen didn't know about the other gunmen. <laughs> okay, I will say, and if, some, if some shit and went a down... all of David Ferry and uh, Guy Bannister and another guy in a secret homosexual... What uh, about... What about LBJ? Throw kill. If shit went down, he had to have fucking had a hand in it. He hated Kennedy. He hated being vice president. He? he really, really, oh, really wanted to be dog. president. It's such an adorable dog. Well, it's not much we can do about it now. JFK? Yeah, probably have not. Have you stood in the spot where he got shot? No. I live in the street. In, okay, well, yeah, it, there's a little X in the middle of the street where he got shot, and you, you can tourist run. It's still mm-hmm. a heavily used street, and um, everyone in Dallas just runs into the middle of traffic to take a picture. And of there's the that X. museum, the book depository the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can bring your laser pointer and. Mm-hmm. I remember I lived, from the- I lived in Dallas, and um, Obama was visiting. And um, when Obama, like, visited, I heard so much whining from people about, like, all the security measures they were doing. And I was like, dude, this is the one city where you can't <laughs> complain about, like, security measures for the presidential visit. I think and it's it funny. Like, 
But it took that happening to figure out that like a convertible is a bad idea for uh, because it was planned that way <laughs> there were all kinds of no the secret service had a very uh standard operating procedure if you're in you know a, if you're in that kind of situation there wouldn't have been there, there would you would feel a military presence in the city normally but, sam do you, do you but have secret service yet sam? they were just cruising are you no uh, i don't even have a check wow oh have you asked for yeah, one? Yeah, the the check the Well, I don't is I don't think that's even Well, number one, the uh check marking like Twitter in conjunction with Ballotpedia offered this thing where any nominee uh be gets a check mark if you're a major party nominee. But it only applies for national um, uh level stuff. I still or think state you have a good case. Yeah, you should still apply for it. I mean Meg could get one. I'm looking into um well, I contacted a firm uh, about uh, possibly suing the state Republican Party for defamation. Oh. Mm. I don't know if that's I mean, a good idea. <laughs> what did the Republicans say about you? What do you mean it's not, what, what, not a good idea? Well, they, on June 4th, they said, at Ohio House Dems, apparently support an Antifa terrorist, but also don't anyone else confused? And well, you could get, I would only do that pro, like, I would only do that if you can get, like, a pro bono. Oh, it's a uh, contingency fee. Okay. It's, 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 I don't pay unless they get paid. Yeah, I mean, if you can find some lawyers. They don't get paid. Those are the best kind of lawyers. Yeah, I've seen those ads. I'm really just interested. Does does Wainwright still do ads in Texas? He does. Uh, And that's exactly what he says. You deserve respect Respect and justice. Respect and justice. So we demand it. So we demand it. I've never seen those. Never lost a case, Wainwright. What? No, I've never, never seen lost a case. Ads. How do you never lose a case? I don't know. Do you know about Jim Handler, the, the Jim Adler, the Texas Handler? Yeah. Exactly. The tough, smart attorney. Indeed, I do. Do they still have? <laughs> do you live in Dallas? I live in Denton. Oh, outside Dallas. Yeah, but I'm from Arlington, which is like 30 minutes from Dallas. I always, the craziest thing about Dallas to me was always the convenience stores that are called condoms to go. Where did where did Mac go? <laughs> <laughs> Was he waiting for someone to address that he left? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he does. He does this sometimes. He's like talk amongst yourselves, and then like he does you know. When you gotta go. You gotta go. Oh, hey, well. Matt. That clears that up. Excuse me. Where's your wife? <laughs> She's upstairs. Uh, I want to see her. You saw her once. No, I don't think I did. I heard her. Yeah, he did. That wasn't looking. I don't. I don't know if she. To hear is not to see. I don't know if she knows who you are enough to let you see her. Yeah, that that's fair. You know what? That's fair. I respect she that. comes in. She comes in sometimes, and then she's like cut off here. You know, um, like an adult. So you can see nuts. Exactly. Yeah. So you can see the rack. Just like peanuts. Well, is that what you're all about, Sam? No, don't be. Are you a breast man, no, don't, Sam? Don't be crass. I, was, I just. Sam. Sam, are you? A, yeah. Tips are ass. Are you a breast man? Breast thigh. Yeah, not really. No. So what of, are you? None of them? Yeah. What are you? Well, to be honest, 
I think I'm a face man. Face man, that's uh, fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Few of us left, face men. That's right. Face men? That's yeah. so true. It's a rare breed. But you know, that's what you're going to spend most of your time looking at, because that's where the words come out of, so... Is mm-hmm. it? You know, you can't help but... Sure. Spend a lot of time. Sometimes sometimes I look at my lady and I just get lost in her eyes. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, and sometimes she tells me I look at her too much. Oh, Yeah. Like, we'll be in a social situation, and we'll be talking, and then, like, I'll be talking, and I'll look at her to see if what I'm saying is okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you gotta look, you gotta, like, yeah. you gotta spread it around who you look to. Right. That's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. A little. Well, I'm a little codependent. Nice. I can be kind of codependent with people, you know? Cool. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, do you have any questions about the campaign? Well, I mean, you know, what? I just okay. have advice. Oh, yeah. do you have advice? Yeah, I got here yeah. because of your advice, right? Well, we do. We we are political experts. How did you get? How did you get those signatures? Actually, how did you go about getting the signatures? Oh no, and getting the write-ins, getting people to like write my name in. Yeah, the, I, it wasn't like going around door to door collecting signatures. I know, but like, how did you, how did you convince people to vote for you? Like, cause it's micro targeted, right? It's not a big district. No, it's just, it's the size of a county. It's right? the county. So did, you, so did you go out with like, and say like, Hey, I'm Sam Grady. Will you please vote for me? No. What I did was uh, mainly posting a lot saying, Hey, number one, the, the cutoff is, is 50 votes. Like if you're a write-in. You don't win the nomination just because you get one person to uh-huh, write you in. Right. It's, it's 50, which is based on, like, that's a certain percentage of uh, how many votes were cast the previous, you know, right. whatever. Uh, no, just posting uh, the local student dem org. I was like, hey, guys, tell your friends. So that's pretty much the extent of it. Talk to some people in the student mm. Dems locally and posted a lot. And I got 120-something people to vote for me. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I beat my opponent by 49 votes, who I believe is a strange shut-in. And I think, I have no reason, I have no evidence to this, but I strongly believe the local county party just begged people, hey, there's another person, you have to vote for her. Did she... Like they just discovered. Did she concede? That's good. Did she like call you? They concede. No, I didn't. I didn't get a phone call from her. <laughs> Have you had any interaction with Marilyn John? No, I've I've you know asked for uh, a debate. I'm like I've been like, hey, we sh- we owe it to the people of District has, Two to give them a debate. Has anyone in the Richland County Dems interacted with you? Like talked to you? Like because I know they've condemned no. you, but I've. Ha- Oh, they've condemned you, Has, has yeah. any one of them, like, emailed you at all? No. What's your email? I, well, what's my email? Sam Grady for the number four house at gmail.com. That's a good I'll email. I remember that. Yeah, it's memorable. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I had some discussions. And listeners with, can send their questions. Yeah. Okay. I had they some discussions with probably. some people in... 
Yeah. Well, no, that's there's no? a campaign finance is, believe it or not, a pretty has a lot of strictures and. Oh yeah, do you have uh, do you have an X blue set up? Not How yet. How much money have you raised? Well, I haven't raised any. The zero dollar campaign right now. What endorsements have you secured? Which is pretty phenomenal. Um, besides well, ours, of course, which is huge. I've passed the first uh, hurdle with Planned Parenthood, and they'll have a interview process <laughs> for their possible endorsements. So I'm waiting for them to call me. Nice. Yeah, I'm not waiting with bated breath, though. Hmm. I mean, honestly, I don't want like to hurt them. I don't want to hurt them. So just tell them, like, when you talk to them, just like abortion, not a thing. You know, like whatever. I'm gonna be honest with them and everything, but yeah, but don't, don't say like, uh, you know, I'm not sure about abortion or something like that. No, well, I fairly strongly believe in the reproductive freedoms and the reproductive rights and uh, for women, and which have been under attack. That's perfect. By the Dewine administration. Sam, Sam, who is your favorite Disney villain? Who is my favorite Disney villain? Now, do you mean like of uh, all franchises owned by the corporate entity Disney or like Disney? Definitely the whole Penumbra. Uh, The the, uh, rogue Secret Service agent who is fired in First Kid and he spends the rest (laughs) of the movie trying to shoot uh, the first kid. And Sinbad uh, protects protects him from being shot when, yeah. And he's played by uh, the uh, the mean uncle from Field of Dreams, and he's also in West Wing. I forget his name though. What Great movie film. is it? First Kid, nineteen ninety six, starring Sinbad. Um, starring Sinbad. Is that the president's son? Yeah, he's protecting the president's son. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton's in it. Nice. Yeah, it's like a, it's Sounds like a family cameo. friendly. It is. It's a, yeah. It's a family film, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, be on the lookout for that sax. I knew. I, I thought I packed it. I can't find it. And it was a little cameo. It's like, what? That's fun. Megan. Oh, and uh, no. Wait. There's another great scene in First Kid where the villain, <laughs> the villain, after he got fired, he's a Secret Service agent, right? After he got fired, and he goes to the local DC bar. And Sinbad's next to him, and he orders a drink uh, called uh, a JFK. And Sinbad's like, why are you calling it a JFK? And he's like, yeah, it's got three shots. Oh, wow. I don't do it justice. <laughs> it's a, a kid's movie. I think he did that. That was a great delivery. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Sam, have you ever done stand-up? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. Good. I've done it a few times. Uh, one of the videos got removed from the uh, pay the channel because there was some fighting uh, in the local comedy scene. So I my my stand up footage was, was removed. But it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. People acted like it was bad, but they were full of shit. Make it. Well, I think you're talking about a different video, but the one with both videos. The one with good. the um, what was the bit um, about? Uh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. The Mythbusters joke was yeah. really good. Yeah, that's a good joke. Um, that's a good bit. That's a good. That, you get like what you is, could what get is five the joke? minutes out of that. Uh, the Mythbusters have been on so long that how long how they've been on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I like to watch TV. Um, Mythbusters is one of my favorite shows, and. Um, you know, they've been on for so long, I feel like they're going to start, uh, you know, 
trying to uh, myth bust like more abstract concepts like uh, today on Mythbusters, we're going to bust the myth that the world is an inherently good place. And you could go on from there. Okay. It's pretty good. Thank you. Megan, what are you passionate about? Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is, sounds like a bachelor question or something. <laughs> Megan, um. what is your greatest passion? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't like... I like writing, I guess. I guess writing is something I'm passionate about. Um, have anything I, published? No, I'm 20. Okay, well, I have two short stories published. <laughs> yeah. What are they about? Uh, one of them is set in the near future and uh, is the framing devices. It's a, a journalist uh, covering the 20th anniversary of the UN's 2018 climate report. Uh. And the the other one. I feel like current uh, affairs might occupy them. Wall Street. Well, it's already oh, been published. Terror House. Sort of been, yeah. Terror House. They missed their chance. No, that was a different thing. That was a different thing. I, I was actually going to be pro- published in Protein Mag, uh, but uh, they decided that they don't want to print anyone who works with fascists. Right. So I was. Sam, cut. what do you find sexiest in a guy? Is that for me? No, it's for you. What do you find sexiest in a guy? Oh, I don't understand why you pose that question to me. <laughs> well, I'm alternating. It has to be inclusive. Yeah, it's just random who gets the question. Oh, um, you know, well, I mean, there's not really Sam, much are you totally because... straight? Yeah, um, I mean, well. Sam, do you believe in bisexuality? Have you taken the Kenzie test? Yeah, of course I believe in that. But you're just not bi at all? Well, I think culturally, I'm queer. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I always thought you'd be a little bi. People, I feel like I'd be stealing people think if I'm I said bi. I was. I'm not. And you're, but you're well, like a... You don't need to say you're not. you like a okay. two or something on the Kenzie scale? The Kenzie test is dumb. You're like a it's one like or if you two. have a close male friend, you're bi. Well, that seems reductive. But that's, it's that's not the yeah, whole like, thing it's based on. Uh, Kinsey says, says you're sus if you have a close yeah. male friend. It's like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but the, you, you can't just have a close male friend. And if you're a guy, it should be like, how willing with... are you to suck a dick, right? That should be the test, right? Sam, what's your answer to that? I mean, not very. Uh, what's is there anything? What do I get? Not very. What do you get out of it? Two. That's a good question, right? Because like it, because yeah. you know what we should be asking women. Why? What do we get out of it? Well, mm. that mm-hmm. that is a good question. What do you get out well, of it? Sometimes, nothing. sometimes, sometimes the act itself is a joy, right? Uh, well, like there's, it seems there's, there's lots of me. women who I'll just go down on, and that's great, right? Yeah, I think it's different. Is it? Well, from from doing both, it's more enjoyable to go down on girls. I Why? think. Speak on that. Because I don't want to. Because choking, I don't. Because I have a gag reflex, and um, if you have a small dick, um, I'll. It's easier to. I I enjoy sucking smaller. I hate this. <laughs> uh, I hate this hole that I talk myself into. But it's more. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's more enjoyable to give blowjobs if um, the guy has a smaller penis. So that way you don't, I don't, because I choke. Let me get, um, but here's, here's the, how I was trying to get to that. Is like, let's say, you know, um, you know, Ana de Armas, right? Let's say she, <laughs> let's say she has a penis, right? Um, I'm definitely sucking her penis if I can do other stuff with her, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think just just oral by itself sucks. Oh, wow. I think I think that needs to be foreplay. But like assuming she has a vulva, right? Like uh I would I would eat her out if the consequence was I die. Right? <laughs> you would like, eat her out even if it killed yes. you. <laughs> Only if, if she had a poison vulva. Right. You're still like going. That's in. how. That's how much more preferable it is to me. Hmm. All right, man. Whereas sucking a dick, I need some. I need but to get something out of it. Right. There's got to be a a role, or you know, financial incentives, new car. <laughs> friendship <laughs> or friendship that might be the saddest reason of all to suck a dick I gotta say Meg you've been one of our best guests I think Meg is like our best guest am I the only girl guest yes you're our first female guest I don't have to compete with other women when's Nectarina coming on Automation is one of the, I think, uh, one benefit of automation will be that we'll replace cops with robots. Robot cops. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And they'll, Robo, you robo know, cops. Yeah. They'll only be beholden to the private weapons manufacturers who uh, make them. That sounds great. But they can be programmed to. Yeah, Meg, you know, Meg is like a police be, abolition. Just get rid of them. Yeah, just get rid of them. I got, I got pushed. I got pushed to that. I'll be honest. I was yeah, pushed I that far. Yeah, I, me too. Lit because of lately. I gotta say, they're not really wowing me recently. <laughs> with the gun thing? No, with no, the, the you know, like oh, existing. No, no, our guests are definitely wowing me. No, the cops, not wow. I don't feel wowed. The cops you know? are back on their bullshit. That's for sure. I mean, they're I love these guys. Are huge jerks. Some of them are dickheads. Yeah. In my experience, about half of cops are assholes, and half of them have been cool. My experience, <laughs> from you know. you know, as a as a white man, in my experience, half the cops are all right. Exactly. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're all assholes to the black guys, but it could just be that the fifty percent who are assholes to me you gotta, are even you worse have... to the black. Ugh. I can I can only speak from my own experience. The Joe you... Biden voter. Oof. Are you guys voting for it's Joe Biden? Win. Meg, are you going to vote for Joe Biden? I'm Texas. It doesn't matter. Oh, oh it matters. Yeah, it will matter this time, <laughs> pal. It matters in the hearts of all decent, right-thinking no, Americans. No. Tons and tons of polls, poll after poll, is is like within two or three points either way. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up voting for Joe Biden because I would like to get an abortion if I need that one day. Oh, my God. And in Texas, you never know. Yeah, you never. Yeah. But. Wow. 
what? What? Sam, who are you going to vote for? Well, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, of course. Joe Biden is alt center. Because he's, I'm, because I'm an alt really Actually, is. I don't know. I've been rethinking this because my voting record only, um. Didn't you yeah, vote for Rick? The, didn't you vote for Rick the, Santorum? Yeah, of all the primaries and general elections I've voted in, the only candidate that I've voted for who's won was Obama in 2012. You were old Rick enough Santorum. to vote in 2012? Yes. Wow. Rick Santorum I voted old. for in the primary, lost. Obama won. Um, so the next one would be... Okay, 2016. Oh yeah, you voted for voted- Rick Santorum strategically. <laughs> Yes, voted for Trump because this was a winner. T- oh, John Kasich primary. Yeah. made Ohio a winner-take-all primary, and I hated John Kasich. And I thought it'd be really funny if Trump won the nomination. <laughs> yeah, uh, it I was. Voted for Trump. I did. Yeah, it was. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was funny for a while. It was mm-hmm. funny like up until it was, October. Yeah. It was really <laughs> funny. Yeah. And then in October, time. the stakes became really clear. Yeah. I voted for Al Gore. Nice. Yeah. How old are you? I'm old. How old are you, Matt? This is pretty long in the tooth. Really? Yep. Bro, more years than you would have been. (laughs) Oh, that's right. You're really locked in on all the generations. Yeah, and I I think, uh, you know, I've been proven right. I posted a lot of those screenshots from... You're right. You're right about all the, the, you know, the arc of history. Sam, what's your take about Zoomers? Thank you. Uh, Zoomers are really interesting. Uh, they're much more militant in all the ways you could think of than millennials. They're much more blackpilled. Um, what is blackpilled? In, in some, it's well, no, I wish. Well, I mean, it's like doom. Uh, everything, everything. Doom sucks. pills. Screw yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's just nihilism. Doomers. Yeah. Some of them are super, you know, scary nihilist stormtroopers. I and hate some of them are like. Nihilism hey, sucks. If you don't Even use nihilism, the right pronouns, like, if you don't use the right pronouns, guess what? You're getting the bullet, pal. Mm. Some, some of them are like that. I, I use the right pronouns. Yeah. I'm a zoom. I don't and feel like humor, you should be able to so change your pronouns, personally. They're defying structure. Why can't you change your pronouns? Because it's the thing that people use to talk about you when you're not there. So, like, why would you be inserted into that? If you want to change your gender... what? Well, how is that different than I changing totally your name? I totally support you. How is that different than changing your name? Do you think people who have doctorates should not be called doctors? Oh, that's a hot well, issue. What kind of doctorate? A- any doctorate. If you're a doctor. Oh, no. really? So you, th- you think only medical doctors should be called doctor? I don't think uh, doctors... I think it depends on the context. Be called a doctor. If you're speaking at a conference and you're a doctor of fine arts, then sure. But, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, what about Dr. Cornell Biden West? Pl- passed Should Cornell the West be called a doctor? I think they need a different word than doctor, I think. <laughs> it's I confusing. Know. It could get someone killed. Is Master, there a doctor? Is there a doctor in the house? You know, Master, yeah. fine arts, right? No, Master, not- Master Jill. That would be that would be cooler. I'd be more on board with that. <laughs> I mean, I sort of agree with you. I think like way too many people call themselves doctor. Yeah. Right? Also, every professor that has a doctorate is the biggest asshole about wanting to be called doctor. But the worst no. thing is people call they earned them... it. They earned it. Sounds like my grandmother. I think they it's, I think it. it's way worse that like Al Sharpton calls himself a reverend. Sam, are you getting do- your doctorate? That's a goal. Oh, that's why you care about this. No, 
No. Paging Dr. Sam. Look, it's like all these people in the movie. Sam, we have a question about uh, Catcher in the Rye. Could you? And and I could answer it. And I bet he knows a lot about Catcher in the Rye. Our whole society, like if you're in the military, what was he doing in that Rye? Oh, Captain. Yeah, through the rye. Yeah, he wanted to go like fuck around in the rye and like catch, catch children all the or kids something. Off the cliff. What is he thinking? Well, he oh, was wrong makes about a, the lyrics. Makes okay. like three years out of uh, junior English in high school. Yeah, it's true. Um, no, and but there are also youth culture cycles. So for most of the youth. tens. Excuse me. So for most of the 2010s, we had a um, positive weakness. I'm not okay, but you're okay culture. You see that with Tumblr and like all the kids were doing psychedelics. And now we're moving into the hostile weakness. I'm not okay. You're not okay. Youth culture. And you see that with all the SoundCloud rappers, Mm. all the doom pillars, all the, you know, and now instead of like psychedelics and stuff, it's like, I'm going to get high off the Zannies. Zannies. And I think Zannies have ruined music. I don't think so. What about I'm not okay, you're not okay, it's okay. There's, it's not a three thing. There's there's only twos. What about no, I'm not like, okay by My Chemical Romance? What about it? Actually, believe it or not, My Chemical Romance was very tuned into this youth culture uh, theory. Yeah, That's my- why they changed their whole look at, for that 2010 album. Yeah. Okay. They We've got to wrap this up were- because uh, it's just going to take me too long to edit it. <laughs> It just becomes a, lo- a very long project. There's just so much audio. I think it was a good episode. It was a great episode. It was a pretty wild episode. But I had fun. I had fun. We learned Megan some things. Megan was great. Megan just slid right in. I didn't know that that was the I that was that we were live. That's why I just yeah they pulled that trick. That's on why it was so good. Yeah, that's why it was just natural. 